Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 21st, 2019. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification. We're going to talk about that conviction. Golden age, baby. Okay, strive for greatness. Ambition. All right. Avoid mediocrity. Check out all the links below. This week in Bitcoin was yesterday. Jeff Vandrew, Christian, Guy Swan were all on it. Oh, it was great. Go to disruptmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Sportsmeister.com, all my uh, podcast versions of the show. Oh, best guests in the freaking space. Those guys are some smart guys on Friday. You can learn a lot. Play to 2X. Always play these shows at 2X. While everything you watch on YouTube, play at 2X. It saves you so much time. There, you learn something on Beyond Bitcoin. Makes you more efficient. Time is important. Pound that like button. Here is a tweet from Dr. Zero. Doc Zero. I don't know who this guy is. If you and remember, this is the Beyond Bitcoin show, so we're going to talk about a lot of subjects that don't exactly pertain to Bitcoin, but I'm going to tie Bitcoin into a lot of things today. We are going to talk about MMT, modern monetary theory today. Oh, yeah. I Very interesting stuff lately. I've been learning about that. So, but let, let's get to this uh, tweet. If you share Elizabeth Warren's paranoia about big companies, why should you be eager to give the largest employer landowner and investor in the country with the worst accounting and least accountability, more control over your life. Okay, so the person is asking, if you're like, you know, Elizabeth Warren, well, she tells everyone she's not a big fan of big companies. She likes to scapegoat them publicly, at least. Who knows what she really thinks. But her public persona is blame the big companies. Blame them. Let's tax them. Let's steal from them. And uh, this person is wondering, uh, well, you don't like big companies. You don't like, uh, they, they're too big, but you're, you're down with the big bureaucracy. You're down with the United States. You trust the United States. You trust governments. And, and they've clearly shown they're least accountable. And uh, you want to give them more control over your life. And the reason for this is 80%ers believe that government is a magical entity, exempt from normal standards. Uh, yeah, so what? The government uh, hires a bunch of inefficient people. Uh, the government doesn't seem, it seems to waste a lot of money, but they're better than private corporations. And th th that's what people think. That's what the 80 percenters think. And the people, it's easy to blame these corporations. They're, they're profit seeking. The government isn't profit seeking, so they're, they're good. They're, they're good, they're virtuous if they're not trying to make a profit. Uh, and uh, everyone else is saying they're good. And that's uh, collectivism is the default. Individualism is the accomplishment. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. People want the government to take care of them. That, that's, that's the bottom line in, in all of this. So they're, they're, all, they're going to default to that. Well, that's the government's like my parent. The, the government's like my mother and my father. How can they be? They're right. The big businesses are sinister. So let's I'll, I'll stick with it. The, there's no, they don't, they don't see the logic in that. The, <laughs> if they're, they, they don't like big, uh, 
faceless organizations, big organizations, uh, that the, the government is, is the worst of them all. But hey, whatever, that's their choice. Um, they, they can default to their collectivism. And the more of them that do that, it's fine. You go to individualism. You have a chance to beat them in the game of life, basically. Be more, you know, every, every opportunity that they're too scared to, to jump on, you jump on. So you're, you're winning there. That, that's the thing. When, you, when you're dependent on the government and you see business and profit and capitalism as a bad thing, we're leaving, a, that's my framing of that is that all those people are leaving the door of opportunity open to the individuals who can work hard and uh, do, do the business thing and not depend on the government and be proactive. All right. So let's talk about one of my big things in life that I think all of you have gotten by now is that you've got to avoid the noise in life. And, and in this internet era, in this social media era, in this golden age, there is a lot of great stuff you can learn on the internet. The, the information age is great, but with the increase of access to useful information comes the increase in exposure to totally useless information. And you can just get caught in a downward spiral of living your whole life in the noise, okay? In the cryptocurrency space, it's crypto noise. There is so much crypto noise and FUD. That's just a complete waste of time. And uh, all these catchphrases, that uh, buzzwords that you, you shouldn't even worry about, but people get hooked into it and it just totally wastes their time. And But in overall, in general in life, because of the internet, the information out there, the attention economy, people go down the path of noise and virtue signaling and fitting in to this world of noise. The more fake outrage that you have, uh, you know, the, more, the more attention you can get, the more you can feel like you can fit in, but it's not productive attention, it's not productive at all. So there is a, and these news, so-called news outlets, they know that the fake outrage, fake outrage noise stories, they sell, they sell. When you hit the emotional, uh, you trigger points in people. Uh, they're going to click. They're going to get obsessed with it. They're going to want more of it. So, with all that in mind, the Baltimore Sun has <laughs> has an article about a restaurant called the Chop Tank in Baltimore. I guess it's in downtown Baltimore. And uh, and again, I'm from Baltimore originally. I'm in Tel Aviv right now. I'll be back in Baltimore on Thursday though um, for a few weeks before I go to Australia. More on that later. Uh, in the next show, I guess. But uh, so the, the shop tank had a sign that, that says their dress code. Now, again, the shop tank is a restaurant. They have private property rights. I believe that. Uh, among, you know, in this world of noise and virtue signaling, one of the things that people have quickly forgotten about is property rights. Property rights, it, that's a common, that is just, that's a core important belief of mine. Uh, value of mine. It, so if you if it's yours, you, you can do what you want to do on it. it is, you don't have to let anyone touch it. You don't have you don't have to let someone change it. You know because it's yours. They shouldn't be able to change it. It's yours. It's your property. It's your house. You if you own a house, you just don't let anybody in your house. It's, it's your right. It's your property. You and, and they should respect that. If they say, hey, can I come in your house? And you say no, well then that's that's normal. I mean, come on. But in this day and age, there, there are a lot of people who've forgotten about that. 
and in, it was fake outrage. So they, they don't understand property rights anymore. So the, the sign gave a dress code. And I guess this started out on Twitter, which is the home of fake outrage and noise if you use it the wrong way. And they said it was racist, uh, the dress code. I, you couldn't wear baggy pants or you couldn't wear sunglasses at night. And the, so everyone was picking up on this story. I, I couldn't believe it. It started out in Baltimore. And, and, and of course, they, they felt guilty about it. And um, uh, the, 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 if, if sunglasses wearing people, if they can't get into um, the chop tank, okay? If the chop tank won't let sunglasses wearing people in. If the sunglasses wearing people in the middle of the night don't... <laughs> Don't don't like that the chop tank doesn't like them. Then go to a place that you know that that lets you eat with your sunglasses on in the middle of the night in Baltimore City. Okay, just just go to another place and that's, c compete. Open up a restaurant that that, that caters to uh, to people that wear sunglasses at night. Compete. Don't complain. Um, but there's so people just love to pile on when they think they can virtue signal and, and get, I guess, get more hits and who knows what, what it all means. But this, this, it's such a simple thing to me, but yet it becomes a tremendous story. So my takeaway from this is, again, I, I only linked to the Baltimore Sun story. I didn't even, you know, look at the Twitter conversations and all the emotion involved in it. Um, hey, just, just avoid, avoid the noise in life. And that, that is a huge, source of noise, stories like that. Um, I mean, how many of these impulsive people uh, would rather spend on a restaurant? I mean, it's a restaurant. Who cares? It's not like a life. It's not like a hospital. <laughs> you don't have to go to the restaurant. The restaurant is one of the biggest luxuries of the Western world, of your privilege. I mean, because everyone, it's, it's, it is a great, I don't like to use the word privilege, but to live in the United States, you're living a better life than most everybody on the planet, okay? And to be able to waste your money on a restaurant um, and have a choice of restaurants to go to, uh, and, and, and then the complaint, well, the, the, these people are horrible people, they're racist because they, uh, they posted a dress code. They don't want certain, certain people to dress a certain way in their own restaurant. Uh, I, I, just, I just wonder how many of these people are complaining about income inequality, eating at these expensive restaurants, and then at the end of the day, blaming everyone that someone else's fault that they're so poor or they're not as rich as Bill Gates. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's a fantasy world. But it's in this golden age, the positive framing you can get in all of this, in this world of so much, you're so comfortable, people are so comfortable, they find things like this to complain about and to become obsessed about. Uh, so don't waste your time being obsessed with things like that. Be, be productive in that time period. Watch videos at 2X, <laughs> learn from them. Um, don't be impulsive. Don't eat at restaurants. I mean, save instead of spend. And we're, we're gonna talk about that in, in a second. So individual property rights above all. Pound that like button. There's, there's your takeaway. Again, these are, it's always someone else's fault. It's someone else. Go to another restaurant. Okay, don't go to a restaurant at all. Save money. CNBC story. What is this? All right, this, this is a, a couple stories I linked to below. They're, they're about the same. One's from August and one is actually from last year. This deals with restaurants. Uh, Americans putting more of their budget toward eating out. 
<laughs> so it's, it's increasing. More and more people are eating out. That, that's how much disposable income people have. Or, or, I mean, this validates the welfare dollar to me. Uh, they can keep on printing these dollars uh, and, and people keep on getting more and more and they just throw it at useless things like eating out. They still have no savings at all. If you're, if you're getting this, if you're getting dollars, whatever way you're getting dollars, from work, from welfare, from wherever, you should get real assets with them as fast as possible. Bitcoin. It's that easy, okay? Get some Bitcoin before you eat out at a restaurant. Restaurant spending set to hit high in 2019 as consumers spend more of their budget on dining out. I mean, that's, that's amazing. And, and again, these are the people that are uh, complaining about income inequality. They don't, they don't have the first clue about what savings is and, and what, what spending is, okay? What assets are and what stuff is. Uh, and they, they just, they, they're confused. They keep on getting more and more stuff and they're wondering why uh, the, people, they, they, they don't have assets. They, they're wondering why they're in the financial predicaments that they're in. How about that? Uh, and, and this is another thing. Uh, and the other link is uh, restaurant, uh, it, it, just, it just shows what the percentage of, pe uh, of people's income they spend on, on restaurants. But one easy way, people ask me, how do you afford travel? How do you afford to travel? Well, <laughs> I never eat out. And people, oh, so you don't eat out when you're traveling. No, I never eat out ever. I haven't eaten out. Uh, I haven't paid for some, someone's taken me out to dinner a couple times uh, in the last uh, nine years or whatever, since 2013, 2011, maybe? I, I don't even know the, the no, I didn't know. I haven't, eaten, I haven't paid to eat out um, other than I, I, there was a, a, a bachelor party or something. I consider that a present when I did that once. Um, but you take it like I took my ex-girlfriend out on a tank in like 2011 or something. <laughs> that was the last time I paid money to eat, to sit down and eat out. And then people will have you afford to travel around the world. That's how, dude. Okay. There are people that, that work in offices. They go out, they eat lunch out. They eat lunch out every day of the week, every day of weekday. And then they go get pizza at night and, and carry on this, that. I don't do any of that for years, for years. And people are like, oh, you got to live life, dude. Live life. What, what, that's living life? To me, that's not living life. What, what, living the good life, you make your own food. It's delicious. It's fun. Oh, it's so healthy. And I, I mean, and I've lived, I've definitely lived life, done things that I've regretted, definitely too. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not all about, uh, you know, the rock and roll lifestyle, people. Trust me. I, I tasted it before. And you get good stories from it, sure. But I mean, you, you can get real sick from that kind of But, but, but going back to, going back <laughs> Got, got a little uh, off track there. You know, it's not a SD and rock and roll. I can't even say that. SD and rock and roll. It's not, it's not about that. Um, you know, it's whatever, you know, the satisfaction of, uh, of life, happiness in life. And uh, that, uh, from what I've seen in life, um, you know, the, the SD and rock and roll, it, it can be fun. You can get a buzz off of it for a while, but if, I mean, you get burnt out. And there's little meaning behind it in the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to talk about uh, uh, MMT, modern monetary theory, okay? Which has actually been, it, it's just, it's gaining popularity because of AOC, okay? 
And so a lot of people, including myself, when I heard about it, that she was the one promoting it, I was, I was immediately turned off by the entire thing. Because uh, you, you associate her with socialism, and then you, uh, you associate MMT with socialism. Now, I will say this very quick. MMT definitely is associated with statism. No doubt about it, it is statism. Okay, so I'm, I, I'm not a statist. I don't like the government interfering in the economy, okay? But, and this is a very big but, I like big buts. Um, state, the, since 1971, we, we, the United States have been off the gold standard. And you can't deny that the dollar is a total statist creation since then. It's backed by nothing. It's totally backed by nothing. Just belief in the dollar, belief in the United States. They print it, they borrow it, they, they whatever it. So get that down. 1970, and, and we're not going back to 19. There's no gold standard. That's it. I know a lot of the doomers think one day they've been dreaming of that for 50 freaking years. Okay. Not happening. So the reality on the ground is that uh, we really are living in a mon modern monetary theory world right now. Okay. We're, we're really, that's what the dollar is right now. They just print it whatever, and you can describe the way they print it any way you'd like to. It has nothing backing it but the United States, and people believe in it. They get welfare in it, and they're not going to stop believing it. And a lot of people, it's, people just don't want to admit that. They think people should be smart enough to understand that it's just, it's just a piece of paper. How can they keep believing in it? Well, they keep using it to, they want all this stuff. They want to keep on going out to restaurants and, 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 and every night of the week. And thus, they're not going to just say, well, the thing I'm using to pay for the restaurants is worthless now. No, they're hook, line, and sinker into that. They're not going to change that paradigm in their head. Now, going to the MMTers again. Um, I, I want to say, uh, oh, God, I, jump, I really jumped around here a second. Hang on a second. Um, I, the, the, the MMT. Some MMT people, they think to solve that the United States government should just keep on printing more and more dollars, even more so than they print now. And those dudes, they, they've got the way they look at the world or the, uh, of the country is that there are people in need, okay? And they think these people in need can't help themselves so that, and they've seen in the past that the dollar has been printed to bail out banks. There, there's no doubt about that. When the banks were in trouble, where, when the banks were in trouble, they were given money. They just new money was printed out and given to them. That can't be denied that that happened, okay? So these people, MMTers say, well, why can't uh, poor people be given money? They, they can be paid to do jobs that don't, the government can make up jobs for them to do. Or why can't we do a Green New Deal that will save the, now I don't, it, 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 it will, it'll save the environment. If the banks were given money, why can't they be? And it's, it's actually, it's an argument. It is, it is an argument. Now those people who say that, purely say that, let's just print money. And they don't, because a lot of MMTers are like, we'll print a bunch of money, we'll pay for all these programs with that money that we print. Everyone believes in the dollar, so it'll still be worse than me, but we, we will get inflation eventually in certain sectors, and at that point, we tax. Now, those people, 
or they're just, are there some sinister ones that are just, they know at the end of the day, they're going to have to tax a lot. So they're just hiding behind MMT to tax the rich, to get back at the rich. It's some revenge thing on everything, okay? It's some envy thing. Those people, no, I'm, I'm not down with them. But if you really think that the United States can print a bunch of money and to pay for some programs, and then if inflation starts, then you just stop printing the money. That, that, that would be the way to stop the inflation. You, you stop printing money totally and then the inflation. Those people, okay, I, I've, got no, I've got no issue really, not, not a major issue with those people because I, you shouldn't save in dollars. You should be saving in real assets, Bitcoin. So Bitcoiners and those MMT people, because again, remember, we're already living in the MMT world, okay? The United States is already doing this stuff. It's already printing the money in a, in, in a crazy fashion. Go, it, it bailed out the banks, et cetera. Um, but no, we, we can coexist. We can coexist. And so what, what's the worst thing that could happen? That there's major inflation in the dollar and I own a bunch of Bitcoin. Oh, oh I mean, what's, what's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> I don't see the problem. Uh, and I also think um, th these MNTers, their attitudes toward life, um, it's, they actually have a more positive outlook on life uh, to the gold bugs, the gold bug doomers, the gold bugs who want the end, of, who want to tear everything, everything to fall apart so that finally they will be vindicated and that holding gold will be the best thing possible. And they will rule the, this new world of, I guess, nuclear waste uh, with their gold. Everything will be torn down. I mean, one group wants to build and one wants to destroy. Um, one can have Bitcoin fit into their world. And the other, the gold doomers, they can't have Bitcoin fit into their world because their, their world involves a world of barter where there is no power anymore. <laughs> okay, so we're living in like the 18, uh, in the 1720s again, basically. And they've got gold and they can buy their horse with their gold. So there's no world, there's no room for Bitcoin in that world. They're, they rip on Bitcoin. Now I know there are some MMTers that rip on Bitcoin too. But for, for the MMTers that are just completely comfortable with their thesis that, hey, we, the, just, the dollar can be just printed and printed and printed. Everyone will keep believing in it. They're not trying to take anything from me, okay? Because I understand what the dollar, I understand what the dollar is. The dollar is not savings. The dollar is not savings. It has not been. So you cannot argue that it should be thought of as savings since 1971 at least. And, and I mean, it's out there, it's clearly defined. Yet there are still people who have dollar savings accounts who think it's cool getting interest in dollars. They value their wealth in dollars. I don't, I don't see how they can, I really don't see how they, they can do that uh, when, when the, it, it's clearly, it's clear what's going on there. Okay, so looming catastrophe people. Uh, I, I just wonder about these looming, the looming catastrophe people when there's no power, how many of them are truly physically prepared for, for such a situation. If, we, if there's no if we really have a catastrophe where we're, we're brought down to old world standards again, uh, how many can run a mile? How many are obese? How many can go five days without food? How many have ever fasted for more than 12 hours and are constantly stuffing their faces? How many have diabetes or pre-diabetes? How many are McDonald's, a McDonald's meal away from a heart attack? Um, they talk a real big game and they would be destroyed. They would be destroyed 
if we ever have this dreamy apocalypse they, they dream of, okay, they, they wouldn't last a day, some, some of these people. And so I, I do not understand that mindset at all. I mean, I guess they just, they are so out of touch with reality. They're so out of touch with reality. They want this to happen, yet they themselves would completely fall apart. Now, some of you might say, well, there, there are some uh, weightlifting, uh, totally healthy preppers, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a few, I guess I, I get that probably. But uh, of the people that, you, that come to you on YouTube that say, oh, Bitcoin is worthless when the power goes out. I got my gold and my guns, I'm ready. Um, re yeah, how many of those dudes are in shape, really? How many of those dudes could really survive? Uh, such a such a, a horrible situation, and it's it's just a mindset. Uh, certain people want something like that to happen. I don't. I do not get it. They want to tear down the world. There's that unsatisfied, dissatisfied with life that they just want everything to reset. They want everything. We're not having a reset. We, again, again, it's 1971. Off the gold. Nothing has changed. And everything they talked about. You can't keep this up. You can't keep up the money printing. It's all going up. It hasn't falling apart. If you, I mean, if you were a young person before 1971 and you've just been waiting since then for everything, you've wasted your whole entire life waiting for the end when there's been so much opportunity during this time. Okay. And now we're really in the golden age with the big, with the Bitcoin. And we'll get into that in a second. So, so I have said, I said before that, uh, pound that like button, first of all, that, and we're, I'm going to talk about MMT on, on some future Bitcoin shows too, on the one Bitcoin show, which I do every single day. But I'm talking about it here because it's the Beyond Bitcoin show. And I link to a Yaron Brook video that explains MMT, okay? He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. And he, he gives, he's the best explanation of it out there. Um, but it is something, it, it's something that Bitcoiners can support because it does not hurt us. It, it doesn't hurt Bitcoiners. It, if the current world that we're living in is controlled by the United States dollar is quite a good world. I mean, look at the amazing things that are happening. The printing of money, no doubt about it, causes distortions. It will cause distortions. It, it, it picks winners. It definitely picks winners. But it doesn't pick loot if you don't tax at the end of it. If you don't raise taxes to pay for it at the end of it then it doesn't really pick losers. Uh, so here is a, uh, and people all over the world and in the USA believe in the dollar story just as strongly as they believe there are seven days in the week. Now think about that for a second. I came up with that. For all of you that say, well, all of a sudden people are gonna drop, that they're gonna, they're, if the United States prints too much dollars to pay for a Green New Deal or something ridiculous like that, the whole world's gonna stop believing in the dollar. People in other countries are gonna stop believing. People in the US are gonna stop believing in the dollar. Are they? It would be that. Their life would become much easier if they, all of a sudden, just because there's a Green New Deal, uh, just because the United States printed out, people, they didn't stop believing in the dollar when we bailed out the banks. It, 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 they're gonna give up this, this tool of theirs they use to gain stock. They're just gonna all of a sudden give it up. It's just as, as easy as saying, you know what? I don't believe there's seven days in the week anymore. There are nine days in the week. And this is eight day. Today is eight day. Okay, today is eight day. I'm not believing it. It's Saturday. Today is eight day. It's no point. Why would anyone do that? Why would anyone just change? They would be, it just life wouldn't work for them anymore. It just would not work. 
They are too, they, they again, someone could do, imagine if you did that, if you no longer cared about what day of the week it was. You can make up your own, this is the eighth day of the week. There are people that are that wealthy, that are that independent, that can do that. I, I could, many, in many aspects of my life, I could do something like that. I could just live oblivious to what day of the week it is. I can no longer believe there's seven days of the week. But there are some, and sometimes my life would boil back down to that. But for most people, what I just said in terms of believing there's an eighth day of the week, it's that hard for them to give up the dollar. Everything they have in life is built around stuff and acquiring more stuff with that dollar. So someone has a quote out there. If the world's 7 billion people are going to tolerate U.S. citizens having a first world standard of living and will provide them their labors for cheap in exchange for a social construct called the dollar, then absolutely, let's print prosperity. And someone was saying that, you know, as a joke. But guess what, dude? Guess what? That is the way uh, the, the 7 billion people of the world tolerate U.S. citizens having a first world standard of living and will provide them their labors for cheap in exchange for the social construct called the dollar. They will. They will. Because it is, in the, all those currencies are backed up by the dollar, okay? So people are, are willing to, to work. At, in the end of the day, if they work for some South African brand and you said, well, I, I'll give you dollars for that South African brand, they do in a second. For the Argentine Pacers, they do it in a second, okay? They would change it. So very much people of the world are willing to work for the social construct called the U.S. dollar because it, it benefits them. It, it is, they, the, the, the dollar brand, the dollar brand is supported by what the United States is, by our culture, by, by everything that surrounds it. That brand is not, is not breaking. Just be, people aren't going to change their minds uh, just because it, 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 uh, some more of it is going to be printed. And I, I think that psychological aspect of MMT, they don't talk about that very much, but I'm, I'm talking about it right now. So I, I believe the United States could, could print more dollars. For, you know, all these programs that all these socialist candidates are talking about in the United States, that they, and they, some of them say, well, we're going to do XYZ tax to pay for this, okay? We're going uh, to, uh, Andrew Yang says we're going to do a, a, a VAT tax, or, or we're, we're going to tra tax the stock transactions. We're going to tax the top 1%. No, I, 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 that's stealing. That's stealing right there. What they should try before that, because again, we're going to have to face this, people in the United States. If you haven't realized it by now, one of these people or someone like them will become president one day and they will set the tone. The 80 percenters want free health care. There are more of them, all these impulsive people, than there are non-impulsive people. So they're going to vote. They're going to get their way eventually. So and should they steal from the people that have stuff? with wealth taxes, or should the United States print more money? And I think you can see, why not try out the print more money? I would like to see some of these socialists, instead of saying we're gonna tax the rich, let's print more money. And the, the scary thing that, that might make people sick to their stomach is that the one person who suggested something like that is AOC. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders has advisors that are into this MMT thing. Now he keeps on talking about taxing the rich, Although some of his programs that he talks about, he, he just says, well, we'll pay for it somehow, I guess. 
Maybe that's the way they're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Now, again, this is not, I don't think we should have all these darn programs and everything like that. I think it should be the free market. I think we should, the, the insurance thing has completely been messed up by the government interference. All right. It should be totally free market. I, I wish everything was free market, but I'm living in reality. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about the, the situation on the ground. How do you make the most of the situation on the ground? Okay. Well, you, if the government is going to have programs, they have to find out a way to pay for them. So I would rather than print the darn money because I understand what that dollar is. It is not a savings account. And I am well prepared because I have assets. I've gotten dollars over the years. I turned them into real assets, especially one called Bitcoin. Now, Yaron Brooks says, uh, his video, uh, he says that, uh, and that with, with, uh, MMT with MMT, um, he, that, uh, that one, it was, he, he actually, in his explanation, he says that, uh, what the MMT fans say is that, you know, we've been talking, Peter Schiff has been talking about gold going to, uh, a hundred thousand for years and it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened, and the United States has clearly printed more and more money. So why hasn't gold gone to 100,000 in years? So that's, that's one of the things the MMTs, the MMTers say. And, and, uh, and uh, Yaron Brooks says that, that they're, they're right about that. They're right about that observation. And he says, though, um, that it will cause distortion. It will cause inflation eventually in, in certain uh, parts of the economy. It causes distortions. And it is government, it is total government, it's government picking winners there. And, and, that, and that's, that is not morally right. He is, he, he's got, but this is the situation on the ground. And I, I say most regulated industries, um, they, the, the industries that are the most regulated, um, they will be inflated the most uh, by uh, out of control, well, more and more uh, printing of money, which is what MMT talks about. Now, again, there are some MMTers that say, well, then once the inflation happens, that's when we tax. Now, that, that, that's the part I don't like because you could just stop the money printing at that point. And, and not all of them say, you know, we, we have to tax at that point. Again, it, it, me talking in a non-negative way about MMT does not mean I, I think we should tax people. I definitely do not think we should pay, tax people to pay for these ridiculous programs. I say, what the heck? I, the dollar is not a savings mechanism. What, let them print more of it. Let them print. It's not. It's not uh, uh, hurting people who understand what true assets are. Because if you have true assets and they're printing more of this dollar thing, which is not an asset, then you're you're fine. You have you have true assets, and it is everyone out there. This is where the big boys play. You, either you choose to go the way of stuff or you choose to go the way of assets. It is a personal uh, responsibility. We've had separation of savings and spending since 1971. You have to understand that. The dollar is for spending. The dollar is for spending. It is not a savings mechanism. You can use it to spend to buy savings mechanisms, okay? There you go right there. But you should not be saving in dollars. You should not think if, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank that that's real wealth because who knows what could happen now again we haven't inflated it away uh hyperinflated it away we will never hyperinflate it away. the united states will never have hyperinflation never 
um, just because the brand is that strong. There is psychology behind this, people. I know what some of you are saying. Well, mathematically, if they did X, Y, and Z, it's, it's, it's not happening. It's the, the whole, I've traveled this darn world. They want to be the United States everywhere. Everyone emulates our culture. Everyone emulates the culture of the West, of England. Of, when I say I, and England could pull this thing off too. They could have MMT with the, uh, they could have MMT uh, with, with the pound. And, I, and Jeremy Corbyn, Yamach Shmo Vizikro, pound that like button. Jeremy Corbyn, that monstrous individual, I, I believe he believes in this type of thing. Now, again, I, obviously I'm no fan of his. I just said something in Hebrew about him that uh, I think some people enjoy. But um, yeah, it, 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 it can work. Um, certain certain uh, countries have a brand. Certain countries uh, can, can do this because people are hooked on their currency. They are hooked. They, they could try out this, this money printing thing because money, uh, the money, the fiat money is not... It's not wealth. It, it really, it, it is not wealth. It is a way to transact. It is definitely a way to transact. All right, you need real assets. Uh, so, my, again, MMT, uh, first they spend. They spend. They spend money into existence. They print money. That is a core belief behind it. The government spending that that that's what creates that's what creates the money there you go and that and that is what creates the us dollar um and so many people worship the state so much and are dependent on it that it it has value it has meaning it has meaning that allows them to get stuff uh now if this if this keeps going by the way, if, if MMT really picks up uh, and does cause inflation in certain, uh, in certain industries, in certain, it's going to in certain re very regular, I mean, in healthcare, in eating out, I'm sure it, it, that, that's a very highly regulated uh, industry, the dining industry. Um, you know, Bitcoin savers are not going to have to work nine to five jobs again. They, they really are not going to have to work nine to five jobs um, because they will have this uh, real real assets real, while everyone is hooked uh, because the more the, the more money that is thrown into the uh, the more dollars that are printed out there the more people are going to be able wanting to get more stuff okay it, 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 it's it, it's it's a, it's a form of crack okay the dollar is a form of crack it, it, people immediately want more stuff with it they want more stuff with it okay so if you're not buying stuff with the, with the dollars you're getting you're, you're becoming, your assets are, are, are gaining more value or are, are becoming much more valuable. So yeah, you, you might need to work every once in a while, get some dollars, buy, buy some things, but your Bitcoin will be going up in value. And then, you know, if you want a house, you use the Bitcoin to buy a house. And that's another asset right there. Not as good of an asset as Bitcoin, but uh, I, I think if you think about this long and hard, you'll see where, where, where I'm getting at here. Uh, so let the 80 percenters have their dollars. Let them have their dollars. Um, let them value their wealth in dollars. Good, good. We can all get along. Um, so I, if we're going to have all these government programs, which we, by, by 2024, we probably, something's going to happen. 
whether it be reparations, whatever, then print, just print it, just print it. Don't tax me, don't take from me. Just print it, print that, print more dollars, print more dollars. Let's see what happens because we're already in that world where we've been printing dollars for quite some time that are backed by nothing. And what, what's the worst that has happened? We've become even a more, more powerful, technologically advanced country. Now, again, it is true. It is true that probably without the government interference, um, we've become even more powerful, more tech, more things would be accomplished, okay? It causes distortions. I'm not, I'm not doubting that. But we're in, we're in a statist world. You can opt out of it by getting into Bitcoin. You can opt out of it by getting into Bitcoin and just with popcorn, watching the statist world go by and see if the MMT thing works. And of course, voicing your concerns it, it, with, you know, you, when you talk about it, say, okay, print your money, but you get that, but you don't get to tax us now, okay? If, if you start to, that, that's when you're going to run into some social problems. And, and, and people, in, in terms of uh, the way the United States is set up now, if they say, well, we're just going to print money to pay for all these programs, I think people will be like, okay, I'll vote for that guy. But then well, we're going to have to tax the middle class to do that. Then you know, there's a problem. There's a, there's a problem. We still have that uh, cutoff there. So very, very interesting times we're living in here. And so, and I have listened to the, these MMT guys. I, this weekend, uh, I, I've, uh, I've watched some videos and everything. And so some of them are very liberal. There, there could be no doubt about it. Some, and, that, and they're doing themselves a disservice when they make it political. When they make it political, it turns people off. And, and like it turned me off initially. You think it's a complete scam joke. When you hear some of when you when you hear coming from certain people's mouths, just because they believe in other things that are, are nonsense. But there are some that are like, no, this isn't this isn't left or, or right. It's it's statist. That there's no doubt about that. It's it's statist. It, it's just a, a different way of of looking at the dollar. It's it's you know we don't have to borrow and uh, we don't have to issue all these bonds. The United States doesn't have to have uh, set these interest rates and everything like that. It should just be, we, we shouldn't be borrowing dollars into existence where we're printing them and then paying some interest on them. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Bill Still has said that for years and I never really, and he, Bill Still has said for years that you could just print the US dollar. And I just, it never really caught in my head. But there, there is a difference between, you know, printing it and paying interest on it than just printing it. So just print, forget about this interest stuff that's been going on, okay? Let's not play that game anymore either. Uh, so, watch some of these videos. Some, but some of the guys are uh, much less political, and it, it really does not have to be uh, a left or right type of thing. And Bitcoiners can definitely shouldn't feel threatened by these people at all. The ones that aren't talking about taxing, at least the ones that aren't talking about taxing, you shouldn't feel threatened by them. I'm not threatened by them at all. I, again, I'm saying let them have their way. Let's see what happens. It doesn't, we have Bitcoin. What, what's it matter to us? What's it matter to us? If, it, if you're saying, well, maybe there will be hyperinflation. Oh, okay, there won't be. But if there was, then we have Bitcoin. So our Bitcoin's worth trillions of dollars all of a sudden. I don't know. Uh, but I really don't think, I, I do not think there will be major inflation. I don't, I don't Because so many people are hooked on the dollar as crack. It is, it is just such a brand 
that people are forced, they force themselves, they're, in order to live their lives, they must say, no, a dollar is going to be worth a dollar. A dollar is going to have, that is going to get me this stuff. I need it to be worth something so I can get this stuff. I'm not giving up that, that, that thought process in my head. Because again, it is all an illusion. It is an illusion. It's, 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 a, it's a shared illusion that the dollar is worth stuff. It is, but that's what everybody shares. Just like it's a shared illusion that there's seven days in the week. There's no logical reason why there's seven days in the week. There's no, there could be nine days in the week. Again. Uh, all right, so yeah. And one thing about the Yaron Brook video that, that it just shows how people don't pay attention to, they get very emotional right away. Um, and they think something is left or right, and then they just stop paying attention. Uh, and there's in, in the Yaron Brook, who does not like MMT, but he describes what it is very nicely, video link to below. People, read the comment section. People are getting angry in his comment section for him being a fan of MMT, when he's clearly not. But they just, they don't, they stop, I mean, maybe that's just a, that's the state of listening comprehension in the world today. Classic, classic. Something I, you, you guys know that's one of my things. Comment like Frank. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's this? All right. Talked about the picking the losers and the winners. All right. Sa uh, ben Shapiro's show had the rapper Zuby on it. And he's a, he's a good guy. Anti-victim type of guy. So I was like, okay, this guy's got some interesting things to say. He's like, don't be a victim. Uh, personal responsibility. He talks about health at the end. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he had a, a, a hilarious tweet where, you know, he's powerlifting and he says, you know, well, I, I just set a female power with lifting record. And he just shows that if someone is born a man and they start saying that they're a female and taking female hormones, that it's really easy to just set all sorts of female sports records, that there is a real big difference between females and males, okay? It just is. Zuby, he's just a, he's a big guy, but he is not a professional powerlifter at all, but he is little clips of him setting every female powerlifting record there is. He can do it easily just as a regular man. Uh, so, I mean, that just shows you for the people who just, there's no difference between men and women physically. I mean, this is, this is nonsense. We're living in a, in a and he just showed that that was a good tweet on his part. Um, but he, he's a logical guy. And so I, I said to myself, I got to contact this dude. On, I got to be in motion. I got to contact this guy on Twitter about Bitcoin. So I go to his Twitter and I'm, you know, I'm about to DM him. I'm looking at all this and he, he's already tweeted about Bitcoin. So I did DM him still. And I told him like, I like what you stand for. I was about to tell you about Bitcoin, but I see you're already into it. And he like uh, sent me a little smiley face back or whatever. So uh, a good dude. And you can also see that, you know, when I see a good dude out there who I think has some reach into some interesting communities, I try to tell him about Bitcoin, but he already knew about it and he'd already tweeted about it, which is very positive too, that a guy like that is, uh, that gets on the Ben Shapiro show and is also on the freaking Dave Rubin show. They have the same guests sometimes. That's a little, they, they should try to plan that. I mean, maybe it's just coincidence. I don't know. They'd like the same type of guests, but hmm, that's, that, whatever. Who knows what's going on behind the scenes over there. Uh, moving on. That has become a big MMT show today. I'll have to see what everybody thinks about that. 
and and what and and for the people that didn't properly listen to this, what they're going to be saying about what I said, you know, twisting around my words. I'm sure there'll be a few people like, oh, Meister's a, he's not a Bitcoin guy anymore. He's a MMT. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to understand, they can let the 80 percenters have their MMT. Let us have our, uh, let us have our Bitcoin. All right, I'm I'm trying to. I got so many things written down here. Was that the end of the show right there? That was my last thing I wanted to talk about. It might have been my last thing I want to talk about. Hang on. I, I talked about Ben Shapiro and Zuby. <sighs> Wait, hang on. Everyone's there. No, that's it. That is it. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. <laughs> Remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. And uh, hello, my elite friends. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. Maybe that's why I've got that uh, feeling like things are incomplete. All right. Remember, new show here every day. See you soon. Bye.